0: Well, you know, I'm not a I'm not the biggest UFC fan. I actually, you know, I'm not I wouldn't even consider myself a casual UFC fan. Um, I just watch it if I'm actually going to a party that just so happened to be um, during a huge fight or something like that. Um, I've watched the last two UFC events. Um, and they were cool. I don't think it. I don't think it ever get as big as boxing, even when boxing is. They don't have the star power that it used to have. You know, as far as the heavyweights, everybody know the heavyweights back. You know, Evander, Tyson, Lennox. You know, um, but I mean, it's cool. It's cool. It's more of a uh, brutal sport so it's, it's whatever I, I, I could hit or miss with it you know it's not really a big thing to me uh but I did watch the last event between the cat the young cat uh Ishmael uh Is that's how you say his name very cocky dude <laughs> cool I guess and then he fought the uh the older OG in uh UL Romero and uh that's not your typical forty-two-year-old, by the way. He he walked out there looking like a chiseled statue, and um, for some reason, I had my Monopoly money on on the old head because he looked like he was serious business. And I was, you know, I was paying attention to the commentary surrounding the fight uh, during the week about if there was a fighter that you should avoid. It it would probably be him. And uh but he just had that Bulldog Tyson type look and it didn't live up. The fight didn't live up to the fans expectations. I'm going to say the fans because myself, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of UFC, but I enjoy that fight because I am a defensive type of person. Now, I have been on record complaining about Mayweather, but at the same time, I do see the greatness. See, boxing is different because boxing is everything from the shoulders. Where UFC, you know, a nigga can choke you out within a matter of seconds. Or he can break your leg or something like that. Um, I enjoyed it because it showed, as cocky as the youngster was towards the OG, it showed the respect that he had and that he knew how serious that fight was. And, And, of course, I'm pretty sure he takes every fight serious. But he knew he wasn't about to go in there and dog walk that OG like that. And me personally, I felt like the OG won that fight. Yeah, towards, you know, at the end of the fight, when he found out that he won, he started bringing up his leg and that he's limping and things like that. That's as much as he can do. That was as close as he was going to get. Because it seemed like the whole entire fight, Adi Sanya was running. And if he wasn't running, it was like he was actually trying to get away from that nigga. You know, um, I seen him press up the gate uh, against the gate a couple of times. I just seen him; he he did more backing up than he he wasn't aggressive. And I and again, I'm not; I don't watch his fights like that. I've seen my highlights of, of him, and uh, like so, I know about him. But I'm not a fan of him. You know what I mean? So I can't really break down his style of fighting and his techniques to a you know to a T. But I can tell you right then and there, without even seeing one single fight of either one of those fighters, uh, he was backing up. He was definitely backing up. I don't think he should have won that fight. If anything, call it a draw, but he definitely didn't win that fight. In my eyes, he did not win it. Coming in as a person that was, that's not a fan of neither one, I just picked the old head because he looked like he was ready. I had no, you know, of course they showed their records and things like that. You know, they through the the short... Uh, time that they show his, you know, his, his quick little highlights and shit like that. That was it. That was all the information that I had. That's shit. That's basically all the information that I needed. If I would have, and I probably would have lost my money because I would definitely would have put it on the old head. I think the old head got cheated. I really believe that there should be the re- a rematch. Tell you the truth. Um, but that was it. It was cool. You know, we watched the undercards fight. Um, uh, the Asian chick versus the—I'm uh, not sure where the other chick was from, but she ended up turning that woman face into a fucking alien. Like she literally had an alien. And her forehead was as—and <clears throat> the cool part about it, if, I'm not—I mis- don't know if I took a, a a bad glance or something like that. And I'm not critiquing people, but I'm like, did, was she looking cute before that forehead blew? Because I—I don't know. Like she was tagging her forehead. Jeez, that's a brutal sport. That can't be healthy. That can't be healthy, bro. Like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. UFC is doing it, though. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, they've been doing it. Hold on. i yawn right there. Maybe I have to edit that out. Um, <clears throat> no, but it was cool. It was cool. A lot of people were upset about the main event because it, there was a lot of... Uh, uh, there was a lot of, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't necessarily say defense. Like they were just, they were very cautious on their strikes and their counters. And I can appreciate that because one, it seemed like one mistake and it was all over. Literally, it felt like it was all over. But I did see the, um, the fight with the cat from your Belinda, which is right down the street from my crib. Um, he he knocked the old boy out. Uh, he smacked he smacked him so hard that his goddamn mouthpiece went to the side. I said, geez, UFC is such a brutal sport. Anyhow, let's get to it. So all season, and I'm talking about all season, it's been it's been Giannis, it's been Kawhi and the Clippers. You know, the top three teams has been Lakers, Clippers, Milwaukee um by the way Giannis is down for a couple of days I'm not sure when he'll be back uh but he's he's missed uh the Phoenix game which they lost so this was their first time having a back-to-back loss I'm not sure all season or you know since the beginning of the season because they haven't lost that much you know um but they might play it safe, even though, you know, they said that he will be out a couple of games, a couple of more games. I could see him. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if they uh, gave him the rest of the week off, you know, because we are getting close to playoffs. And um, but at the same time, I don't think they will want to lose that number one seed. But then again, it's in the East. You know, <laughs> like I don't see no I don't see no scary matchups outside outside of maybe Miami and Boston. That's it for. You know that's basically it for uh, Milwaukee. That's their test through the playoffs of those two teams. Um, at the same time, um, getting back to it, yeah, they they've been talking about Giannis a lot. You know, MVP and things like that. I still feel like he got. I, I still feel like he robbed James Harden of the MVP last year, and he's more deserving of it this year. But it's not as it's not a landslide which the media prior to this weekend has stated, which a lot of people have jumped the board because of the media has said it. You know, with not even Milwaukee hasn't even had a lot of televised games yet. And still, that's what they're going with. They're going with the, the people that are creating the narrative of why Giannis should be MVP. I'm saying he has a better chance of winning it this year. He should never have won it last year. He should have been a front runner. Uh, but you know that's history. So now he has an opportunity to be a two-time MVP back to back. But LeBron is chasing him, which is crazy to say, because the same narrative that we that we use, including myself, has used to shit on Brian. It's the total opposite when it comes to Giannis. This is how I know people. Either just don't like the Lakers, and I understand the hate for Bron because I'm a Laker fan. And I'm I'm not a Bron fan. He's just having to have my my favorite team jersey on, so I gotta root for the captain. Um, but at the same time, they don't want LeBron winning another MVP. They don't want LeBron winning another MVP in a Laker jersey. Um, that's just the way it is. Whether or not they admit it or not, we know what it is. At the same time, fair is fair. True indeed. Those years that I said, nah, um, Rose should have won that MVP. Bron could have definitely won the MVP that year. I don't care how you flip it. He definitely could have won. Every year he has been in the league, he was able to win the MVP. And that is with me saying he's doing it because he's in the East. Well, oh, I guess I got to keep that same energy, right? So, um <clears throat> we know what it is. Now, the thing is, people tend to move too fast. They wanna write cats off. They wanna um they wanna crown cats immediately so they could be so they could say, Well, I was the first of this crowd to say the Clippers was gonna win the championship or to say that Kawhi is the best player or the best ball forward to say that Giannis is going to be another MVP. They want to be the first to say it. Some of them want to be the first to say it because they just it makes them feel good that they were the first to say this will happen, even though probably half of the world would probably agree with them with different reasons why. Um, At the same time, they don't want other players to win it. And and truth be told, honestly, when you look at the MVP race, I don't see anybody else outside of Braun and Giannis to be mentioned. You know, um, I thought for a minute Dame would have a case. He got injured. You know, he got injured. But at this point, everybody has gotten injured in the MVP race. So I guess you could still put Dame up there. I like Luka for sure. Um... But outside of that, there's not, there's not too many people. And, and like, like you know, Harden will always be up there as far as offense. But if I had to, if I had to do a top five, I don't think there's five people worthy of being up there. Like I just gave you Luca, and I gave you a Dame. Outside of that, nobody has impressed me to be mentioned with the MVP award. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Giannis and LeBron, they can hold you down. And whether or not you vote for LeBron uh, or Giannis, that's on you. But I feel like those are the top two. After that, you just picking and choosing people just to fill it in. You know what I mean? Like, no. I'm not. Nobody, especially over here in the East. Good Lord, no. Good Lord, no. Nobody in the East outside of Giannis should be mentioned with MVP. Now, when you come to the West... Like I said, I could think of maybe three or four players that could be mentioned, you know? Outside of Braun, I could see Luka, I could see Dane, I could see Harden, and that's about it. Everybody else is just, just just. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody else to be mentioned for the MVP outside of those particular players. No, not at all, because even if, Let's just say if you did pick somebody, you can pick one of your favorite players. If they was to the win it, a lot of people would be like, that's a surprise. So that's why I'm saying. I'm not going for the surprise ones <clears throat> or anything like that. No. I also did get an email. Shout out to CL. He sent me a a lengthy email in response to one of my episodes. Um, I haven't pulled, I can't pull it up right now, but there were some, you know, great points, counterpoints, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it had something to more, you know, it, it, was, it was pretty much all over the place from the All-Star game to, you know, the formats and, you know, MVPs and, and things like that. So it was pretty much a bit of everything. But to get back on it, though, we've seen Bron go to a level that we expect him to be on. What we didn't expect is for him not to be on that level. Every game. And I don't and I'm not sure why. At 34, 35, in this era, I expect him to not play at his highest. And again, we talked about the key games before. We talked about, you know, the key matchups with the Clippers, with Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a there's some other key matchups, but outside of those two teams, it's like, what are we really talking about? I'm not really scared of any other team in the West. I might feel a level of concern, you know, from the Portlands, you know, because Dame has always played well against the Lakers. Uh, maybe a Houston because they got a vicious backcourt. Denver, uh, they're just, they're, they're one of those teams. They're like, they remind me of Atlanta when Atlanta was on top of the East. But outside of that, nah, it's not too many. The, the East, Boston looked like they might get it together. Or you would think, because of the names that they have over there that they, they would eventually get it together. Philly is just hmm, Philly's just a trash team all the way around. I mean eventually, like kind of like a Portland they're gonna have to blow up some of these teams that just they're not gelling. they're not they're not getting over the hump either um, and I mean Toronto has been playing solid, Miami is a hot team. It's, but it's just not a team that I'm scared of if I'm in a West. So that's what I'm saying. When you come to these matchups, there's not too many times I've been giving Milwaukee their props. I'm gonna give Mar- Milwaukee their props, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the Clippers their props. When you punch them in the mouth, though, that's when they become pedestrian. But that's with any team. That's with any team. You know what I mean? And my thing is that when it comes to this, made me realize how it's how I think. A lot different than a lot of people that talk about sports, because it's not about just the roster to me. When you when you apply, I mean, when you when you sign certain cats, you'll have certain people that assume that because you have these certain players that it will work out. Like that's just it, and that was the narrative with the Clippers, you know, because Giannis putting up. This type of stats and these type of numbers before he gets even gets to the fourth quarter. They assume that Milwaukee is going to be a dangerous team. They have the best record in the league. But I'm talking about playoffs. Eventually, the regular season really don't matter. Because it's all cute and fine and dandy till April rolls around. And that's the thing. Like, and, and, and the thing, the reason why I bring that up is because y'all will sit up there and hype up. All this, just to discredit the Lakers, just to discredit Bron and AD and the roster, because it's the thing to do right now. But as soon as we get to those playoffs, you niggas will forget. Or you might turn on cats. I watched the narrative since Friday night. The way we handled Milwaukee, I knew from that night, they was going to get on First Take. They was going to get on Undisputed. Whatever other sports platform you can come with, from from ESPN to Fox Sports to these podcasts, they were going to switch the narrative. And if they didn't switch, they were going to sound stupid doubling down on it because they knew what they saw. It was more than just a W. I didn't care about the W because the... the when the Clippers beat us those first two times, it was by 10 and 5 points, okay? We end up beating them by somewhere around 10 points, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I earned 10 points. It's what happened. I think we had over 13 lead changes. We tied the game 10 times or more. But... It's the adjustments that we made in the fourth quarter to where, you know, Clippers had to depend on two players. And at one point I said, they're letting Harold, like he's running around like he's the number one option right now. And I said, if he's going to be your number one option and try to force up some points, I'm here for it. As long as you keep the ball out of Kawhi's hand and out of PG-13's hand... If you're going to give your fifth offensive fifth or sixth offensive option player the ball like that, oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll take that. And a lot of critics said you well, they they had a bad shooting like we shot pretty bad too. I mean, at one point, LeBron the first five minutes of the game, LeBron didn't have any stats. AD started off slow, airballing and shit. He seemed a little bit shaky, like, you know, like them Clipper niggas. And this this is and this is another thing. Those goddamn refs. Those goddamn this is what I didn't understand. Is that I sensed the identity that they put upon the Clippers. Since day one, since they started to fill out their roster, you know, the Pat Babs, you know what I'm saying? When they found out that he was getting Kawhi and PG-13, shook the world. Literally, it was an earthquake that night, two of them. And they got these, they got these rough, and also the billboards. They talked about this after the game. The billboards that the Clippers have up around town says like, it's like subliminal Hits towards the Lakers, you know. We like we we pick snarly over stylish, you know what I'm saying. We pick street lights over spotlights, you know shit like that. It's corny, it's corny, and I feel like it's more so on the owner than it is anybody else. But you know the clear, you know the players gotta they gotta roll with it. The Pat Bev shit is getting corny now. Clown juice everywhere corn ballish and it, like it's getting old now he's an offensive liability he does some dumbass floaters off the backboard it'll go in half of the time you know and it's like he he's like it's not even it's not even tough guy shit it's like little irritating shit that your little brother would do who can't play basketball that well but that's his strength, though, is to try to get you out of your skin. The only thing that pisses me off about that is that when a nigga buck up, that's why they put Rondo in the game. And you know what? Shout out to Rondo. A lot of players, not a lot of players, a lot of fans um, feel like Rondo should, at the least, he should be off the roster, you know, bring Mr. J crossover back. And I, and I understand that. But at the same time, we also whined about certain players who can bring that grittiness. That's why we went to go get the other Morris twin. But Rondo was that. We remember when he gave, uh, CP3 a nice little chin check, right? And so I believe Vogel, and shout out to Vogel, I believe he played Rondo in that certain moment to match that. Although I felt like you can't go away from the player of the game, which was Avery Bradley. But, and I gotta get back to the identity thing. But I felt like he tried to offset that, just like we offset it with the Morris twin. Okay, y'all went to go get quote unquote the best one. We're about to go get the other one. You know what I mean? Y'all went to go get um uh Bobby Shmurda. you know what I'm saying? We got we went to go get Deion Waiters. And then they went to go get Jakeem Noah because they know that he has a history versus Braun as well. All these, now don't get me wrong, they're chess moves. Some of these are irrelevant chess moves. I didn't even know Shamit was still on the roster until what, late in the third, early fourth or something like that? He really didn't get no burn. And if I'm not mistaken, because I watched the whole game, if he did get a lot of burn, he had zero effect on the game. And that was the point was y'all signing all these players to disrupt Braun. But you got to remember only five niggas could be on the court at one time. And then that rotation is going to shorten up once to come to the playoffs because y'all have to have the right firepower. That's why I said, you know, Bobby Shamurta might get more playing time. Then Pat Bev, because Pat Bev is a liability, uh, offensive liability. He know if his first couple of shots don't go in, he's turning right back to bed- pedestrian, and he's gonna start that bullshit. Pulling niggas, you know what I'm saying? Walking along niggas, like, it's it's getting old now. You know, I, Westbrook was right, like that shit don't, it don't really don't mean nothing. You just go at him. And I think that's where the frustration came from Laker fans yesterday was that, when we started to bark back when 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 uh when Avery Bradley you know took his took his money and then went to the cup for a layup and then looked at him we got a technical foul but prior to that <laughs> you know prior to that when you know when, when when Pat Bev does this shit it's like we don't get no type of no, none of that None of that. And I feel like it's the identity that they created for them. It's like they're supposed to be the Detroit Pistons of the West. And that's cool. But as long as you call it both ways. If you're not going to call it when Pat bad was out there doing that cornball shit, then don't call it at all. And I'm fine with it. They might do it more than we do it. But when we do it, don't start handing out technicals. Don't do that. Don't do that. And And again... Avery Bradley, I wouldn't say Avery Bradley is, is is cut from that cloth, but he was a defensive player before anything. Now he's a mid range monster. Now he's knocking down that three ball, so he's more on his offensive shit. But at the same time, he's still he's I ain't gonna say he's locking niggas up due to due to in, uh, injury. He doesn't have that capability, but he has the capability of of pestering and bothering niggas. Same thing that Pat Bev. Pat Bev ain't locking nobody up. He's not like nobody else, but he's gonna make it difficult for you to get into a rhythm. He's gonna make it difficult for you to, 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 to score, et cetera, et cetera. Just don't call that BS. Don't, just don't give us no tech. When we do it, I didn't understand it. Unless there was some type of strategy where y'all wanted to keep the game close and it didn't work when it came to the fourth quarter. You know, if you're gonna let niggas get physical, let niggas get physical. But don't, no, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. The rest was really OC yesterday, you know, and it was a great game. It was great basketball all weekend from college basketball to, you know, the matchup. But, yeah, I mean, that was just, that was no, technically that's going to go under a road game win, which helps us, but that was a home game as well. That we may not have as much fans inside there as they do, but there's a large amount of Lakers fans there, which makes it just, you can even call it, um, what do they call it? Um, I cannot think of it right now. I cannot think of it. Anyhow, it was a great game. It was a great game. Besides the um, that I was a little disappointed in because they could have called it a little bit better than that. A little bit better than that. Other than that, it was real good. It was real good. But I'm keeping my receipts, man. Trust and believe I'm keeping my receipts because everybody that has a problem and feel like this is how shit should should go, that's not a GM that doesn't get paid for that, we're going to sit back and watch it unfold. Hey, at the end of the day, this is what I'm saying. Everybody know that the the roster for the Clippers is probably the best roster on paper in the league, right? At the same time, I don't understand how you cast not don't understand that you have to go out there and play the game. You can be quote unquote the best small forward in the game. You can be the best backup. You can be one of the best scorers. You still got to go out there and shoot that rock. That's the thing. It's the spotlight. That's another, and that's another thing I'm going to bring up about Milwaukee is that Milwaukee, are y'all ready for that spotlight? I need to know. I need to know. Other than that, man, um, I appreciated that matchup. I waited for, like I said, I waited for these uh, sports platforms to switch the narrative. Now, Braun went from a declining king to... Mount Rushmore and I'm like, come on, man! Just a minute ago, and again, I don't, I don't think I have Brian in my Mount Rushmore, but all of a sudden he's in the Mount Rushmore players, and oh, they've been, they've been dogging, and I, but we knew this. They was gonna get rid of him. They got Jeffrey was, he was, yeah, he's been out of there. He's been out of there. At six for six. You should have heard how they was do- talking about him on the radio. They was dogging him. So. This is what it is, though. This is what y'all want. Y'all want to be driven by narratives. That's the thing. Y'all like to be driven by narratives instead of just making decisions for yourself without hate, without bias. Point blank. I have no reason to pick any other team to win because nobody else else outside of LeBron and Kawhi has shown that they can carry a team to the finals. Now, you go further down a roster... PG-13, the furthest he has taken his team was to the Eastern Conference Championship against Bron, which he lost to. AD, the furthest that he has ever gone was the second round, if I'm not mistaken. So beyond that, Giannis hasn't showed me anything to make me believe that he can win the championship for Milwaukee. He can dominate the East. I'm pretty sure you can do that. Hell, you can start set tripping and, 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 and beat majority of the teams in the West. But once we get to the playoffs, now let's start talking. That's what I'm talking about. At the end of the day, we know what it is. As long as you can get a small victory. If Giannis wins another MVP, that's a small victory outside of Lakerland. You know what I'm saying? If neither one of the teams in L.A. make it to the conference finals, they happy with that. That's the narratives. I can't... I don't know where to go from here. Open Overrun with BTG. BTG for president. Um, We got to see what's going to be ahead of next week because they talking about the goddamn coronavirus. Might be having... It might be a lot of arenas that would be empty, but we'll still be able to watch, which is crazy. Just think about this, though. Watching your team at home, your team is at home, or even for the team that's away, there's no crowd. So it's like a scrimmage. That will be, it'll be interesting to see that. It would be real interesting to see these teams continue to play in a empty arena, and it's like, do home, home court advantage or away, away teams, does it even matter? You know, not, not not to say that they shouldn't play, but how would the outcome be? Because these are professionals. These are t- these are cats that can come in and spank you on your home court. But at the same time, we know that the home crowd and sometimes the away team can be affected by the home crowd. So that would be interesting to see. Open run with BTG. I'll see y'all next week.